Lord, hallelujah, Pastor Kevin Rollins with Blow the Trumpet Ministries. God bless you today. I know I serve a wonderful counselor in the great I am. Today's message is entitled Weapons of Mass Salvation. Yeah, you heard me. I said Weapons of Mass Salvation. I'll be coming out of John. 1019 the NIV version I am the gate whoever enters through me will be saved they will come in and go out and find pastor father in the mighty name of Jesus Lord we know father dear Lord that man on this earth here today with all his evil ways, Father dear Lord, is about hate and destruction, Father dear Lord. But we know that you are a God of love and eternal life, Father. And we just thank you for your salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. See, many times we try to find salvation through various methods. Yet Jesus says that he himself is the gate. We can only find true salvation in Jesus alone. If we make the effort to ask Christ into our lives and to develop and cultivate a genuine relationship with him, we will find salvation. We will find pasture and peace in his presence. As he says uh-huh, in the rest of John 10, he is a good shepherd and he takes care of us, his sheep. This week, NATO summit in Madrid will launch a new strategic concept. NATO statement of his strategic goals and objectives in its purpose in life. With Russia threatening to use weapons of mass destruction, NATO's approach to deterring chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear attacks will be in the global spotlight. Drug activity investigation leads to arrest on weapons of mass destruction charges in North Carolina. During the course of the investigations, officers searched the vehicle and found an M21 military 
artillery simulator. A M142 multiple firing device, demo multipurpose with triggering devices, leg wires, and liquid fertilizer. Weapons of mass destruction, chemical, biological, radioactive weapons capable of causing widespread death and destruction. Help us, Lord. The first weapon in mass salvation uh-huh, is the name of Jesus. When we understand our authority in Christ and the power of attorney he has given us to use his name, we will approach our battles from new positions. Secondly, take the word, express it with your mouth, get it deep into your heart and pray, Father. Your word says, I have the right to use the name of Jesus in any situation and to come against anything the enemy would try to put on me. You see, the word itself is our authority. It destroys the works of the enemy. The word on our lips makes the enemy the victim, not us. The word is what Jesus used against the enemy. When he was tempted, he didn't bargain with him. He used the word. The third weapon is the blood, the precious blood, hallelujah, of Jesus. See, the blood of Jesus is the covering that gives us authority to use the name and the word. These three weapons work together. Each one uh -huh, is powerful. I said powerful in itself. But we must understand our authority and use the weapons of mass salvation God has provided for us. See, Christ shed his blood not just for our protection against sin when we received him into our heart, but also for our healing. When we thank God for reversing the curse, for taking our sins, our sickness, and pray with understanding that it is a finished work. Did you hear me? I said a finished work. We will soar with the eagles. We will realize this is a completed work that Christ did for us and a powerful weapon of salvation. 2 Corinthians 10.4 NIV version, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. I'll say it one more time so you will get it. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Come on, y'all, get up out your seats. By warfare, it is here meant, not that which is common to all believers who are enlisted as volunteers under the captain of their salvation and fight his battles and are more than conquerors through him. But what is peculiar to the ministers of the gospel, I'm getting excited, I'm starting to feel good, and designs the ministerial function or office and the discharge of it. These weapons access God's, access God's power to destroy 
concentrated resistance of God's enemies, particularly by demonstrating that they are false. Hallelujah. It is a spiritual battle with eternal consequences. The ministry of the word is so styled because that as a war is waged in defense of men's rights, properties, and liberties for the weakening of enemies' power and possessions and for the enlargement of kingdoms and dominions, so is the defense of the truth and liberty of the gospel that they may continue and abide for the weakening of Satan's kingdom by delivering the lawful captives, taking the prey from the mighty, turning souls from the power of Satan to God, and translating them from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of Christ, and so forth, the enlargement of his kingdom by spreading the gospel far and near. The weapons with which this warfare is managed are the scriptures of truth, the sword of the spirit and the word of God, and which indeed are an armory, out of which may be taken weapons of all sorts, both offensive and defensive, such as serve both to establish and secure the doctrines of the gospel and to refute the errors of the wicked, to which may be added all those gifts which Christ has received for and gives to men, qualifying them for the work of the ministry and for the understanding of the sacred writings, together with all those means made use of. Come on, y'all. Man, it's hard for me to continue. I'm getting so excited. Hallelujah. Use of them for improvement in spiritual knowledge such as diligently reading the word of God and the labors of his faithful servants, frequent meditation thereon and earnest prayer to God for more light and experience. Woo, hallelujah, was tasty. Acts 2, 45, NIV version. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. You see, the early church is characterized by a few key features. They listen to the apostles' teaching. They eat and live together. They pray together. They share all they own. The new believers that come from all over the Roman Empire and need housing and food. The Holy Spirit works within the members of the new church to make sure everyone has enough. See, wealth is not bad, but wealth without a purpose, withheld from those in need, is worthless. Wealth held for its own sake is an idol that keeps us from God. See, Jesus taught the disciples that it is better to accumulate treasures in heaven than wealth on earth. Zacchaeus understood this when faced with Jesus, his desire to cheat people and hoard money vanished. Following Jesus frees sinners from all kinds of bondage. Ananias and his wife proved the point. They sell part of their property, give the money to Peter, but tell him they sold all of it. Peter doesn't condemn their desire to keep the property. He condemns their lie about their sacrifice. 
They prove that love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. It is unclear if their love of money drove their lies or if they were driven by pride, but it cost them their lives. Jesus gave his life for us and promises, hallelujah, <coughs> excuse me, to reward us when we give of what we have, Luke 6.38. If our leaders spend more time and money on mobilizing weapons of mass salvation, we may actually get somewhere making this planet safer and most more hospitable home. Weapons of mass destruction will kill millions and is being spread into dangerous hands daily. Weapons of mass salvation in contrast are the arsenals of life-saving vaccines, medicines, health interventions, emergency food aid, farming technologies that could avert literally millions of deaths each year in the war against epidemic disease, drought, and phantom. Our interconnectedness on this planet uh-huh, is the dominating truth of one, I said one, come on y'all, stark result is that the world's poor live and especially die with the awareness that the United States is doing little to mobilize the weapons of mass salvation that could offer them survival, dignity, and eventually the escape from poverty and death. The only way to strengthen both the physical and spiritual nature is through the actual battle. It is the act of the struggle whereby one learns how to fight. It is through this struggle and battle whereby one learns not only the strength and weaknesses of the enemy, but also that of their own. Unless one understands their strengths in battle, they will not be capable of either resisting or conquering their enemy. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing in captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ, together, I said together, <coughs> excuse me, we can spiritually mature, change both our environment and our outlook on life into something positively good for all concerned mass salvation over mass destruction. Amen. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you are the keeper, Father. Hallelujah, Father, you are the gatekeeper, the doorkeeper, the lifesaver, Father. And we just thank you as you have blessed us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Kevin Rollins of Blow the Trumpet Ministries, come and visit us every Sunday, 11.30 a.m. at 1609 Havana Street, Aurora, Colorado, 80010. If you want to be a blessing to Blow the Trumpet Ministries, go to Giveify. 
That's Giveify and look for the Blow the Trumpet Ministry logo, the man blowing the show far. God bless you.